Day late and a dollar short, but nonetheless valuable. I wanted to just see how much you guys wanted. So we said nobody asked. Anyone noticed? Nobody asked. No. Nobody asked? No. We're, we're Jessica Wolf, if you hear this, I am disappointed. We're losers. <laughs> well, you guys have no more ear canals after that one. Welcome to the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. No, after the video we did today, I need you to say that with a little more pizzazz. Okay, so we have queso. So we have a day job, right? But sometimes every once in a blue moon, somebody pays us. Every once in a blue moon, it requires a filming video recording not not commercial tv action but definitely youtube event ad type quality yeah. so n- nice enough equipment that we could you know pretty much get by it's not cell it's phone amazing stuff. equipment <laughs> thank you that put us back Corey, a Canon account. <laughs> <laughs> so we we go to film it was this earlier today and it's it is hard to talk to a camera and the only way we found out we've been doing this for about five five years now seven, the only five. seven years <laughs> the only way we found out that people are truly good in front of a camera camera is if they practice a little bit but practicing it, it helps practice so much in to front practice of a, a mirror oh yeah a mirror or put your cell phone facing you and almost and just turn talk it on violent. yeah where you can actually see your face yeah so you can say like oh that smile is not going to distance right so what we find is that nobody cares about you as much as you do right yeah so when you turn on the camera and you're so worried what everyone's going to think, hey, listen, they don't care. They just don't care. They probably won't even watch it, man. They're probably not going to watch it, but we had to record him. So bless this poor man's soul. Mr. Mike, I called him. He was so in his head before we even got there. Dressed yeah. to the nines, looked really, looked the looked chart. Apart. Yeah. And we're like, okay, just, you know, quick intro, just probably say your name and, and you were. He's saying, hey, hey my name Mike and um, I work here. And we're like. Okay, now say it like as if you weren't about to get fired. <laughs> and it's hard. Yeah. I get it's hard. But if I can tell you, if you're going to teach a cookie class, if you're going to be in front of people or if you're going to record a TikTok or a, a, class, a virtual or class, something like that. really just uh, – we always say – we call it a dry run. Go to your own Facebook. Turn on the Facebook Live on your personal page and set the um, permissions to only yourself. Yeah. And just talk blindly. It will reveal so much that you wish you'd known if you had just gone – yeah, and you can – what people don't realize is you feel like you're smiling, but when you're nervous, you're not smiling as much as you think you are. You're I tell like people barely like, cracking up. <laughs> I tell people the more the more dumb you feel waving with your emotions and your interactions with the camera, the actual – the better it will look because it's so much less than you imagine. Yeah, so like if you're hooting and hollering and waving your hands, but by the time you're in front of the camera, they're just going to be normal hand waves. Right. I had We had a film, the local fire department – and I asked them, I said, wave at the camera, but they were all so awkward. And I said, listen, I want you to wave at the camera like you're trying to make fun of people who wave at cameras. Because then it's going to yeah. look actually normal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it actually looks a lot better. So, okay, let's jump into the Baking It Down this podcast. This is... <laughs> 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 This is the Baking It Down podcast with Sugar Cookie Marketing. We are a group of 32,500 strong, and this is our way to get into your ear canals while you're baking (laughs) and help you learn a little bit more theory, marketing theory and business theory when it comes to cottage home bakeries and brick and mortar bakeries. Yeah. So sell more, make more, make that dough. (laughs) Make that dough, making that dough. (laughs) Well, if you are hearing us for the first time, welcome. We encourage you to join us. Out of in- you to start at episode 54. <laughs> hope you join us in the Facebook group. If you put in the reason why, how you heard us, if you say the podcast, you get instant access because I feel like I have to apologize to you. Um, so join us on Facebook. Um, Heather has a TikTok, but she has let it go. To I'm ringing on it. I'm ringing on it. <laughs> Instagram got a solid meme, meme content. <laughs> we're, we're everywhere and we're also nowhere. I, I don't really know where we're stopping by these days because I don't have that in front of me, but it's in the intro you're experiencing now, then we go to marketing minutes, but Heather's combining it with the baking. Let's well, just jump right in. Okay. <laughs> jump right. Okay. Whoa. I'm jumping in. I want to have a serious conversation with you because these are usually serious times when these posts come into the group. And it's usually like, hey, I have an issue. Customer is mad at me. Here's what happened. What do I say? What do I do? In the group, these these 
posts tend to trend because they're very, very opinion based, which is fine because, you know, you're asking what the, you know, other people's experiences have they had the same type of customer issue? What was the outcome is what we really want to know. Like if I say this, what will the customer do? Um, and that's why those posts trend a lot. In those posts, what I want us to work on, so maybe we don't always have to make those posts, is how can we address the situation before it comes to running into sugar marketing group saying like, I hate myself, I want to quit, here's a customer mad at me, I did this, blah. So what can we do to kind of learn how to deal with those customer situations? I was reading a book on stress management, right? So I think a lot of times when you come to the group. Get a new sister, not Corey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Divorce Corey. <laughs> so when uh, when I come to the group and I see those like panicky yes. posts, you see they, they have no line breaks. It's a wall it's, of text. Yeah, there's it's a lot kind of, of hard to run decipher. on sentences. You can feel so much emotion. So in much words. stress is there, right? Yeah. So the book said, listen, some if, you, if you're at that point, you haven't done the assessment yet. And the assessment is three parts. What can I change? What can I not change? And what might I be able to change? She said, write them down. So Heather and I have a list. A list. A list of one, two, three, four, five things. Five things that you can do. In your control. Is it, that are 100% in your control. And if none of these work, then it was out you of can your run control. to the group. <laughs> you can run if, to the group. If it's thing. out of your control, which I'd, I'd argue that none of this is. I think uh, dealing with client communication and frustration is 100% in your control. Yeah. Um, but if it isn't in your control, then you can't worry about it because you couldn't change it anyway. Yes. So imagine customers mad at you. You delivered cookies yesterday. It seemed fine. You get an email. Hey, what's the problem? It tastes like soap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do soap. Okay. Let's do soap. You used, if if you're new to baking, um, sometimes almond extract, if you use too much, or if your client has a sensitivity to it, it can taste like soap or flowers. Those are the two outcomes. Huh, you had it really good or really weird. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the times what the client will think is that it was produced in a baking pan that wasn't uh, completely Or you off. had your Sensi going or Something your like Glade plug-in going. Either way, we've like got that. subjective opinion. Mm-hmm. It tastes like soap. So oftentimes in the group, I will see someone post, this is how they write it up. One customer says it tastes like soap, but I made 400 million other <laughs> batches with that same dough and no one said anything. I think they're trying to get something for free. First off, probably not. <laughs> Heather did a group poll once that said, how many refunds have you done in the last year? And how many did, was it an average of? Under 0.5. Under 0.5. So I don't think your customers are out to get us. If and if I they were, what say- a diabolical plan to have to go and engage with a baker. <laughs> One, I don't really like talking to strangers and let alone spending money and, and having to deal with that. And then going to go get the cookies and then taking the cookies back and then eating the cookie. And, and then, then be like, wow, my plan has begun. I got one bite for free. <laughs> this tastes like soap. <laughs> Okay, so rule number one, give it some time. Give it some space. What has happened has happened. You cannot go and take the soap taste out of those cookies. So what you do is when a customer emails you and they have a somewhat of a complaint, we, we have so much emotion in those first few minutes. And it's it's a natural inclination to want to immediately to address. Immediately address it so it can be a chapter closed and you can move on with your life. The problem is you're so emotional. You're so close. You're, you're so, so close, close to the situation. You're so close to having rendered these amazing services. Yeah. You've worked really hard. You build this business. It's your blood, sweat, and tears become your identity somewhat and now someone said hey you your identity your blood sweat and tears i don't like it yeah. it's actually soapy so you have then- soapy blood sweat and tears <laughs> I cried into this batch. (laughs) So was the batch in? (laughs) The soap. (laughs) Give it some time and give it some space. When my son gets in trouble, I have to tell him, give me 15 minutes. Because the... the, I love breaks. Yeah. I love them. The punishment he would get right off the bat. Much higher. (laughs) But he's looking for a resolution. Just give it to me. Whatever the punishment Tell me what it is. But if he was truly smart. He'd give him, he'd give you some space. Yeah. So I say, hey, can you go to your room for about twenty minutes? Let me just think about it because the emotions I have right when he tells me, like, you know, I got an F on this test, are are so much more raging than it is twenty minutes. You haven't had the logical processing. No. Yeah. What I want to say is, you don't own a video game. (laughs) Xbox. 
But what I need to do is take the 20 minutes and be like, okay, we can hire a tutor. Here's what we can do. Hey, we'll limit our video game times. And then like if you've earned it and I see that you're studying and getting better grades, right. we can bring it back into the table. Would knee I say that? Responses. No, knee-jerk responses. Like, yeah! Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, our knee-jerk responses aren't often the most logical or founded in reason. Because they're, they're the founded emotions. Emotion and defensiveness. It isn't in soap. I did not have soap. No one else said it was soapy. Only you're saying it's soapy. Now we've put ourselves at odds with each other. Yeah. So give it some space. I'm going to challenge you 24 hours. Heather says 24 hours. I think some of you guys would implode. (laughs) And I knew that some people would implode at that thought. And I know some people are like, well, they need an immediate. I I pride myself on my response Uh times. Here's what you can do. Thank you so much. Give me 24 hours to, to get back to you. You haven't given too much information. You haven't defended yourself. You haven't invalidated them. You've acknowledged them and given them an expectation. Like that. So you give it some space. You bought yourself it. If yeah. you have the need to reply instantaneously, I'd check your own digital boundaries. But um, if you can't just logically give yourself a 24-hour space, another great way to get 24 hours without having to actually confront is have an away message, an yes. autoresponder saying, hey, thank you so much. Your email has been received. If you're getting this autoresponder, it takes me 24 hours to reply. Yeah. So honestly, that's probably the best answer. So then you can just step away even from the situation. Away. Yeah. So giving yourself 24 hours, even if you're like, I can't do that quite. I only got 24 hours that I can actually survive during that time. Because, you know, people do have different types of anxiety and maybe 24 hours isn't. If you can give it an hour. I would say 24 hours. I'm going to challenge her. No, I'm. Hours. That's, that's fantastic. But if we're baby stepping up there, yeah. give it an hour. I, I don't think giving it 10 minutes is not enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I would say in that hour, make you a list. What's in my control? What's out of my control? What could be in my control? If you are into, if you are a baker, you know that some people can have the almond reaction of thinking it tastes floral or thinking it tastes soap like. Leafy green that you call Cilantro. No, cilantro. cilantro. Some people love the taste of cilantro. And then there's a bunch of people who don't. And whatever, it's like genetic. Some people I've do. I've never heard this about cilantro. 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 I don't get on Reddit. They love to argue about it. I put it on every Italian dish I ever so made. So do you like it? I'm going to say yeah. But I don't I, think I... I think I have a soapy cilantro party. A soap cilantro? Cilantro doesn't taste good to a lot of people. <laughs> cilantro. <laughs> okay, if you're hearing this, just post your thoughts on cilantro <laughs> in the group. <laughs> All right, next up is risk assessment. I have to read this. I read it to Heather just a second ago. But this is someone posted. I said I would leave her as a non-group member. This is what she posted to someone who had an issue this morning with their customer. She said, in every situation, I really only have two things I ask myself. Does this customer have the potential to make me money by becoming a valuable client if I make them happy? Or does this customer have the potential to cost me money by leaving negative reviews and bad-mouthing my company? If either of those questions is a yes, I do whatever I need to do to make the situation go away. It was a risk assessment, Randar. I thought that was fantastic. Here's the thing. When you come into groups like Sugar Cookie Marketing or any other big groups and you say the word, should I refund or not? <laughs> You have invited quite a... (laughs) Here's the thing. You'll see a lot of responses that says, no refund. Behind those two simple words to type is a tornado that can take place between you and your customer. Well, one, it's easy to say no refund, but you're going to write the word no refund to the client? (laughs) No, all caps. (laughs) Here's the thing. I love money. Heather can tell you that 100%. I always want to keep my money. I don't always want to refund somebody. But in the long run, could a refund potentially bring in more bring income. in more money? Is the answer a always a refund? Yeah. No, it's not. Someone just today, and if you are in the group, the comment section is low. You guys are crazy about that. <laughs> um, said, I had a customer... She was late to pay. She finally paid. Her order's due in two days. Today she called and she wants to cancel it. A rough one. That is a rough and tumble one. And technically, if she has her policy set up, it would be an easy no. But is it is it a long-term investment to have short-term cancellation? Can I read my suggestions to her while you discuss that? And I'll try to find it real fast. Yeah, I think that when we come down to saying the word risk assessment, what it does is compartmentalize the things that we have within our control, the worst case scenario, which will never be as bad as we think it is, and mm-hmm. the best case scenario, that's our goal. So if we say, okay, the worst case scenario, do I end up on the street? Does my house end up burned down? The way some of you guys reply, maybe. But <laughs> odds are your house is safe. So my true worst case scenario is that I'm a loss on the total sale amount. That would be my worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Or 
I keep the sale amount, but she's this client will cost me more in terms of bad reviews. So how many sales am I out there? And right. then you can have the argument, well, Heather, it's the more the morality of it is that they're trying to possibly get one or they didn't respect my boundaries. Mm-hmm. That is a part of your risk assessment. That is a part. So is you know when Heather and I lean towards giving people a refund, make the headache go away. But in this case where she only has two days, she's probably halfway finished the order. I gave her three examples. Do you mind if I read them? Yeah. Example number one, giving a partial refund. Good morning, customer. I appreciate you reaching out, and I'd like to work with you on this. My policy states no refunds one week prior to pickup, but I understand that situations arise that are out of our control. I can do a partial refund for the cookies I have not completed. This way you save some funds, and I can be compensated for the time of the order that it took me to finish the cookies. These cookies freeze really well. The instructions on freezing are, insert instructions, I'll be issuing you a refund in the amount of blank. It should be returned to your account in three to five business days. I appreciate you understanding and supporting my small business. I'm willing to answer any questions on cookie storage for you. Not very fun, but I like it. Sometimes you can't be fun, man. So that was a partial refund. Is that a solution where both parties win? Both parties have a compromised way. Yes, because right now uh, the lady who posted this, she is out. She could have taken another order that would have come through 100%. So she is out those. She's out. The services rendered. Could she mitigate by flipping those cookies? She could. Right. Wedding order. Someone had a fantastic mm. idea. You could you could make them as samples and really lean into the wedding community as it's coming mm-hmm. up. You know, it's the bride time and everything yeah. like that. Example number two, no refund. Since okay. a lot of people say the word no refund, you have to remember that. Yeah, yeah. OP has to talk. She has to say those words, no refund. And that that's it's rarely the end of the conversation. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll challenge anybody. If you're about to write the, the phrase no refund, you must also write what you think they should say to, to convey to, to, that. Because the hard part, the hard part is the conversation, is not the word no it. refund. Yeah. Cool, great. Thanks and if you're that. like, no, just say no refund. It's a full sentence. Then give <laughs> could her- you imagine getting that? <laughs> it's a full sentence. Give her the worst for the negative review that will. They follow. said no refund. <laughs> so if the OP wanted to give no refund, I said, "Good morning, customer. I received your message and wanted to get you a response asap. Upon agreeing and paying for the order, you agreed to my terms and conditions. One of those is that I do not issue refunds one week out from the pickup date. I understand that can be frustrating." Frustrating, but let me complain. Explain. (laughs) Let me complain about you. (laughs) Time and money have already gone to your order for ingredients, designs, and have already started on the actual cookies. I love the opportunity to finish the order so you can get 100% of the value for your payment. These cookies freeze very well, and these instructions are followed here. As a small business, I always try to be fair to each customer who allows me the opportunity to earn their business. These policies are here to help both of us. Your understanding the situation truly means the world to me. I'd love to finish this order for you or at least give you the completed cookies. That's a no oh, oh. Yeah, a little, little hurt my feelings a bit. You didn't feel, but I had, exp- if you're no refund, you have to explain like terms and conditions I'm following through. Could that be an argument of a tinge bit of over-explanation when, hey, I'm for, we don't offer refunds right now, but let me tell you how you can store these and they'll stay safe for six. That's what I have in But I'm just cutting out the, listen, come here, I'm going to spank you a little bit and then give you a hug after. <laughs> and that's how we were right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. If I went to explore, like, it, a lot of people wrote in the comment section, you have to tell her, like, your time and energy and your marketing, you can't get that back. One, the customer doesn't no, care. No, no, customer cares, one, right now about her money. She wants the money back. She wants the money. She doesn't care about your time, your expertise, your marketing budget, none of that. Right. So here's the thing. Like, I have clients constantly saying, like, can you do this? And, and the natural inclination is to defend why I can't. But then I found that if I defend why I can't, somebody who still wants what they want is going to work around my no. Yeah, they're like, oh, thanks for telling me the points I need to overcome. Right. So <laughs> what you're saying right here. So I found that, like, hey, no, we don't offer this service. It's just that's just the can't. end. Like, what can you – no, you should start offering it. I'm sorry. We don't. We just don't offer that service. Could I do it? Yes. Do I want to? No. So I just say no. Now because no, because it takes about five hours for yeah. this to happen. Like, oh, no, we don't offer that service. One time I was just reading Heather's email chain with a customer, and Heather was like, we don't offer the service. And then, like, two emails later, she was like, yeah, but can you offer this service? And I was like, okay, we do not offer this service. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So risk assessment is – was there a third one? 
Yeah, but I felt you look bored no. when I was reading it. I was just contemplating. If I received that, you know, what would I say? Okay, final example, giving a full refund. Good morning, customer. Well, everyone's going to love this. <laughs> I understand that things arise that are out of our control. And while my policies do state that there is no refunds a week prior to pickup, I would like to work with you. I appreciate your business and the opportunity to bake for you. That is why I'm making a single exception to my policies and issuing you a full refund. I won't be able to accommodate this in the future. I appreciate you and thank you for choosing to support small businesses in our area. Because you ain't going to support mine. (laughs) (laughs) You sound mean to me. Oh, my phone starts detecting like spam. Look at all these spam messages. Well, I got spam too. But why are you telling me I have spam? Just delete it and stop telling me I have it. It's your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I always write spam. All right. So that was my three examples of how to respond. You can come to groups and you can say, do I refund? And you're going to see a lot of, don't refund. But there is so much work after those words that you would have to assess. That's your risk assessment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that we had a cookie class. A lot of people like to cancel after the cancellation. Oh, it's something time that requires. just like gets on our really honestly, I've never seen cookie my first year. <laughs> but people be like, can I, can I get a refund? And the phrase that I found that works really well for me is, while I can't do that, and it sounds like it's not me anymore. Like, I can't, but what I can do. <laughs> it's my grouchy. Yeah, it's my wallet. <laughs> my wallet can't. But what it sounds like when I say, hey, while I can't do that, here's some workarounds or here's an alternative. Even if the alter- alternative, I've still faced no loss. So while I can't give you a refund, I can give you a class credit that you can use in a future class. My favorite was, well, I can't give you a refund. I can leave your kit on the porch. <laughs> and that lady was like, thank you so much. Yeah, I know. She I told herself. <laughs> Uh, so I really like that phrase. While I can't do what you asked, here's a compromise. Even if it's not really a compromise. So yeah. you know, while I if if someone says, while can I, I can't give you a refund, here's how you store I the love cookies. It. While I can't, because my arms are tied yeah. by myself. While I can't <laughs> give you a full refund, I can give you a partial refund on the order part of the order I haven't completed. Or you can say, hey, while I can't give you a full, or I can't give you a refund since we're under the week policy. What I can do is give you ten percent off your next order, and. That's nothing they asked for, right? That's 100% not what they asked yeah. for. But it makes it's them something. feel like they got something. It's something, man. You didn't lose either. Yeah. You also got a second order. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, so risk assessment. Then we have know your options. Ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like know your recourse. So if I don't refund them, anything, I could face a bad review. My house being burned down. <laughs> them showing up to my home. If I give them a partial refund, they could be happy, but they may not order from me again. The thing is, a lot of times when these people come to this group, this was a wedding order that was canceled two days before. Did the guy cheat on her? Did, was she left at the altar? Who knows the story mm-hmm. behind it? There's a lot more zhuzh that we don't story know. that we don't know. So say, no refund. She's like, well, well, let's think about this. If something goes wrong, what are our total options when it comes to recourse? No refund, partial refund, full refund, future discount. Yeah. Extra added freebie. I, th- I think we should go back to the almond taste thing yeah, and okay. stay on course. Sorry. I got with the post yeah, from this we're morning. married and weddings. And yeah, I know. I John! <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so, Okay. Well, that changes things. If she's saying, if the client's saying these don't taste good, yeah. you know, you're probably limited to saying like, well, you got to eat what you got, but Here, I'll give you 10% Here's a common response that I do see, and it's very defensive on the baker's part. The, the thing that we have to realize is someone's feelings are just that. It's theirs. It's their feelings. By telling a customer, well, I sent out 52 batches this week, and, and your you're the only- broke. <laughs> No, no good in a way, no. <laughs> we can't accuse them that their mouth doesn't work correctly, okay? <laughs> you have cilantro and two no cilantro. When you're at a restaurant, and we're all eating at restaurants, or takeout, whatever, <laughs> and it comes out cold, do you want to, Do you want the waiter to come and make it? You're like, hey, this, this steak is a little cold. Do you want him to cut a slice and taste it and be like, no, it's not? And then I'll give you back what you haven't eaten. <laughs> I, yeah, I would say... This is what I've heard once is if you if you really truly want to understand the perfect response, argue in favor of the other party because it'll force you to see it from their okay, perspective. Okay, let's try it. Okay, so you're I'm going to taste No, I'll be the almond taster. Okay. I tasted a lot of flowers in my stuff. Oh, I think I say so. Let's go with soap. Flowers sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds delicious. <laughs> a thistle. <laughs> 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 okay. 
<laughs> All right, my cookie. Hey, cookie design was amazing. They were exactly the designs that I wanted. I just was curious. Did they were just a little soapy? I even had my husband taste them too, and he also tasted a little soap in there. Well, that has got to be shockingly horrifying. <laughs> I am so sorry about that. Turns out with the type of almond, if there's an excessive use of it, it can give that soap taste. Totally understand what you're saying. I actually see it a lot in the Facebook groups that we had. Some clients will say, hey, just taste soapy. Rest assured, though, you guys did not eat a dose of Dawn. (laughs) It was just an extra amount of almond flour. Then I would go to my recourse. Do I want to give a refund partial or whatever? Well, I said I liked going to the bar. I did not mean the bar of so. <laughs> so, uh, if I if so, a lot of people here like you. What you're thinking that I'm not a good baker? I'm gonna say something, and you can tell me if you disagree with this. I don't think defensiveness has any place in business. Let me think. Have we been defensive? We've we been defensive, defensive behind. Twenty four hours. <laughs> Twenty four hours to be defensive. <laughs> We had a client that got super angry with us because he wanted stuff for free. <laughs> and <laughs> we said, no. We said, no. So Heather said, oh, no, that's here's what you pay for. Here's what you'll get. And then he said, no. I said it in a very nice way. No, she said it's so nice. I said, hey, great. Thanks so much for bringing that up. We can add it to your scope if you'd like. Otherwise, here's all the things you'll need to know to do it yourself. That's what I said. Yes. And then he said, go coming to <laughs> a place that is warm. <laughs> A dyke or twins or what are you? <laughs> but Heather, instead of getting defensive, because he did get pretty mad way late on a Friday night, <laughs> Heather said, appreciate it. Here's the steps to roll off as a client. We'll need you to take ownership of this, this, and this, and then we'll remove ourselves as admins from this and this. She never got defensive. She never placated the accusatoriness that he gave because he wanted to bring her down to his level. Because when it's throwing fists... Man, everything's on the table. <laughs> and I argued from his perspective. While I disagreed with why he got upset, I'd say, hey, if I was in his shoes and someone told me no to things that I've always asked for and gotten for free, mm-hmm. and now I have to pay for it, well, that's really frustrating. Yeah. I'm going to message her at 10 p.m. on a Friday with some choice <laughs> words. <laughs> so it allowed me, and to argue in his defense allowed me to rewrite my reply to be like i totally understand how frustrating it is it must sound super frustrating we've changed our um scope policies so here's our new pricing structure if it's something you like great if not great if you i like to yell at me late at night okay (laughs) i like that you brought up the policies the thing that a lot of people don't necessarily add to these posts in the group is that hey it states in my policies that heather has on my job form that if you Check this little box. You agree to my You can my only pay policy. if you check the box. You can only pay. So it's, if you're like, I'm not going to check this box and I'm just going to pay, you, you can't. can't. You physically cannot. You have to check off my terms and services. If you want to take the time to read those bad boys, by all means, they're actually written very well. So. You know what's so funny? Kind of uh, someone thought that this great idea. They said, yeah, I have terms and conditions or terms, my policies. And if you click to it, it's a document. But like on halfway down, it says, hey, if you've read this far, you get a free cookie. Just let me know. Yeah, I know. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Just probably made zero free code. Here's the thing. But you can also, if you didn't, if you aren't using job forms, you can add to your form whatever you're using. Hey, upon paying, you have now agreed to my terms and service. It makes it even easier. Um, but having terms and services and conditions and scope is going to save you in the long run. Because if the lady today didn't have those terms and service and the lady wanted to cancel on two dates she's up the creek without a paddle no your word against the others yeah so you can't quote you can't say well my terms and services are the things you agreed to that you didn't read essentially what you're saying is like that's not fair right okay well to them it's fair that's why they asked yeah so i mean i everywhere we shop there's always a return policy man Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh you gotta have a box at dsw yeah, if you went to return a pair of shoes to DSW and they were like, hey, it looks like they've been worn 50,000 times, for you to get mad How at them. How <laughs> Are you calling me a liar? <laughs> <laughs> um, to be frustrated that it's a type of person and it's probably a person that you don't want to typically deal with. So I'd say they go into the immediate refund to get that problem to go away. Yeah. And Territory. then 
maybe if they reach out to you in the future, hey, you know, I can't take your order. You don't, <laughs> no, don't even say I'm booked. Say I can't, I can't take your order, but here's X, Y, yes. and Z bakers. You didn't give an, the no. reasoning for them to dance. No, around. and in there's it's not this weird where you're booked for 50,000 years and people are like, when are you not back? <laughs> no, <laughs> you can continue to advertise, but when they reach out to you, hey, I'm sorry, I can't actually take your order and accommodate you. Here's these five bakers that you can go Cause them some grief. <laughs> yeah. I hate this person. <laughs> this person was a nice man. <laughs> this, this person sucked his ex over. Yeah, but that's a, that's a great way. Um, I once dated this guy that career hated. But every time I said, no, he'd be like, can I get, can I, can I get, like, what are five reasons why you don't want to? And I'd be like, well, this, that, and the other. And he'd be like, yeah, don't worry. We're not going to go skydiving. But, like, what are your reasons? Like, oh, I don't know. It's expensive. Um, I don't know, a lot of times, kind of far away, plus it's skydiving. Then he like, would be like, great, because I'm buying. He'd undo all I'm my driving. <laughs> yeah, we like, I was like, why am I always doing things I don't want to do with this dude? And I realized it's because he was asking for a, a list. Cheat, man. <laughs> yeah, if you can cut, go, override these five things, they'll do whatever. So when you give too much information to problematic clients, you're allowing them to go through the to checklist. To come over of, your objections. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just can't accommodate your order. Here's these bakers. There's Happy nothing you can day. say back to that. No. Sorry, can't accommodate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's the end of the sentence. No, no. All right. Sorry. Um, the next is hope for the best, but plan for the worst. A lot of times in the comment sections, people will be like, no, already fun. And blocker. <laughs> you can't block people from Google. <laughs> yeah. While a lot of people start their sales on Facebook, you can and you do have the option on a Facebook page to turn off the reviews tab. There's one tab of many <laughs> places you can leave reviews. So you can turn off the reviews. That means no one can see your reviews, but no one can leave your reviews. So if you have like 35 star reviews, now they're technically gone. Um, but you can turn the reviews they're temporarily. Tab, gone. Yeah. Yeah. But they're gone. No one can read them and vet right. you. And no also one can that, leave that you. person can't. Which is a great them. way to buy forced time. You know, so you're giving uh, the client a break, especially if the client is a right. Yeah. So they can kind of air out. The problem is you can only do that on Facebook. Yes. But there's so many more review sites than that. So with one client, man, like not great at the reply. The reply is everything. The reply is. isn't written to this client. It's actually written to everybody else. So if you're writing in a defensive way to that client, you're turning everybody else off. But um, this client of ours got a bad review. From what I could see, it was from somebody who legitimately had a bad experience and then got their friends to also leave yeah. additional bad reviews. Uh -huh. Instead of handling it on Facebook, he invalidated them, whether or not who was right. Yeah. They turned around and did the exact same thing to his Google. Yeah. And guess what? While you can turn the reviews tab off on Facebook, you cannot return. Return. You cannot turn it off on Google. Yelp. What's another one? Uh, next door is next uh, unrecommended. Is Community groups. Community groups are wild, man. They're wild. If they can drag you through the mud in there, that you have to think. You have that's a part of the risk assessment. If I turn, is this person loud enough? Is this to going to light me? a fire? Yes. So uh, we have talked about it before, but we have a client who did a remodel. I want to say fifteen years ago. The lady still. She created them profiles to leave bad reviews yeah. on websites I never heard of. No, we just happened upon them. It was like one star review across the board. It was probably maybe 22 sites that she did it. Plus, if you bring up their name in a community group, she comes in from like the depths the depths <laughs> of despair and says, I hate them. Because it was poorly handled on both the side of the company and the client. But the client has a lot of time on their hands. A lot of time. A lot of. It went from an eight. inconvenience to a personal attack. That client heard it. Yeah, the way okay. that it was it was received in those because I don't think the remodeler understood the repercussions of long the long term cost assessment right. of how this is going to be handled, and I'd say it's cost them a lot more than handling that. And 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 then that case perhaps the refund yeah. would have been. I would say nine times out of ten in the baking world, your customers aren't out to ruin you. Uh, one, they're investing in small business by even contacting you in the first place. Yeah, crumble cookies right around the corner. Yeah, they're right. They're getting closer every day. Uh, love them. Um, Don't sue us. <laughs> My name is the crumble cookies. Stop calling me. Um, they're not out to take you down. They do want resolution. You'd want resolution in the same thing if your cookies tasted like soap to you. So they're not out to ruin you. They are just out to have a solution with you for this particular Here's issue. Here's an interesting one because a lot of us think of terms of a full refund. Um, the full the full refund covers your profit. So you covered your cost, you covered your time. 
you covered your indirect expenses, and then you've added 20% profit. So not when you don't refund completely, when you give a zero refund but remake the order, you actually still protect your, your profit a little bit. Yes. A full refund is, you know, yeah, you're taking the full loss there. The thing but to is, rebake, that's why we have, and I actually named this, and Heather stole it from me, and the mm-hmm. post did fantastic, but it's called an oopsie fund. An yeah, oopsie fund is, just imagine adding 25 cents per order. Mm-hmm. So if my... Base dozen is $65. It'd be $65.25. I don't like dozen on the 25. <laughs> Listen, guys, we live in a tax world. I never get a double zero. Yeah. And 25 cents, well, you're like, that's so, no one has quarters on them. People are also paying cash. cash. I've never <laughs> seen anyone say, how are you guys getting a lot of cash for, <laughs> for change on so the So it's board. easy for me to dive into my Venmo, 65, 25. But if I, Heather has done the math and I don't know it off the top of my head. If you add 25 cents per order and she did the average order that people do, You'll have an oopsie fund that can cover these issues. So you never make a loss. You don't feel it. And you're now not emotionally attached. Now, you can't pretend the oopsie fund is your money. The no, oopsie fund is this entity. <laughs> yes. The safety net of an amount of money that you've generated by adding an additional fee to everybody so that when this one person is upset, it does not hurt you at all to be like, hey, I'm super sorry about the soap taste. Here's your money back. Yeah. In, uh, we, we bank with Navy Federal, and you can have in your – banking account five, five checking, checking accounts, accounts. Yeah. so you can name one oopsie fun it'll be crazy when your banker's like what's an oops <laughs> well, <laughs> well um you can name one oopsie fun and you can start adding money to theirs because you don't want to borrow against it you don't want to use that money as your profit yeah can't be the oopsie also any fun <laughs> It has to be just there for times like this where the risk assessment says I'm going to lose more if I don't refund this person than I will making it. But I'm not going to take a loss because I'm going to take my payment out of my oopsie fund and start that that savings over again. Can I go back to the stress proof sure, brain? Sure. If sometimes the ability to just refund somebody takes away the angst that you're left with by having to deal with the situation, mm-hmm. right? So almost like selfishly, like, hey, here's your refund. And suddenly I can go to bed better. And suddenly it's not sitting on my mind. I'm not worried about my reviews tab. I'm not worried about the community group. So here's a response I see often as a response. Why have terms and conditions if you don't adhere to them yourself? You're training people that your terms and conditions mean nothing. What would be your response to that? My response is that the terms and conditions is what I can cite. That it's us against my terms and conditions. For you, I can make an exception, or for you, I'm just going to point you back there. Mm-hmm. Or I, if I, if they don't exist, or I can't point at anything. Yeah. So I know everyone's like, "This one love to refund." One time, it is well known between me and Heather. I cannot see the color purple very well. Yeah, Corey thinks it's gray. I can't. It's either pink or it's gray. It's so funny because we were like, "No," we're like, "Oh, cute purple sweater cooking." We're like, "My gray sweater cooking." We're like. <laughs> What? So I had an order and it had a lot of purples in it. Because I know about myself, I cannot see purple. I had to cite the colors I was using. So I said, please, before you confirm this order, check these colors by AmeriColor. Named them. That's exactly what I used for the order. When I sent her the completed photo that I always do, she said, I thought it would be more bank. To me, it was bright bank. <laughs> I couldn't see any purple. And I said, oh, I said, honestly, I appreciate you bringing that up. If you look back in our conversation on your order form, I have said that we'd be using mauve, which is a fabulous bank. <laughs> and she said, oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. It looks great. If you hadn't have done that, you wouldn't have been able to say, hey, if you scroll back up. And that's what terms and uh, conditions and terms of service is. Yeah. And knowing yourself, like do if I worked with almond extract, have people been able to taste a soapy or floral aftertaste. Yes, I need to bring that to the attention of my customers before they order. So we can cite, oh yeah, you're one of the two out of 100,000. <laughs> so that you can know moving forward. I know upon talking with a customer, what type of customer they're, they're going to be. You struggle through that Customer. <laughs> customer. <laughs> I know what type of customer they're going to be. If they're easygoing and they say, yeah, blue and pink, that you're my type of person. If you're saying, I would like a mauve, <laughs> okay, yeah, you look full of the color wheel of the Pantone. <laughs> yeah, so I know going in what type of customer that I need to meet. So if you're naming like, yes, and I like that the the metallic detail is a rose gold, okay, then we're going to have to get specific because if something arises after you pick up the order, I need to be able to say, oh, we already went over this. We've already covered it. It was 
you signed off mm-hmm. when you paid. You, mm-hmm. you gave me the thumbsy up. Um, so then I know that if something arises, we already kind of talked about it. It's the same reason. Like, why did UPS make me sign a sc- – I, I literally just hit the little keypad and made yeah. a scribble. Because they need to say, like, hey, listen, it was a signature required. Somebody signed it. And our job our, – our responsibility has been passed. Yeah. And that is what terms and conditions. Like, hey, you had clicked the checkbox before you placed your order. Tech, now the responsibility actually is passed on to you. Yeah. So it's good to plan ahead for these kind of issues. It's good to have risk assessment. I'd write it down. I'd write it down to say, here's my internal company policy of one. If you're one person, you can have company policies as yeah. well. Uh, when we have a problematic client or an issue with a client, here is the three options of recourse that we can choose from. And then have that spelled out because that's a non-emotional document. It's not emotional. And that's the problem with these responses is there's so much emotion in them. Um, I think when people say don't refund, they're thinking of something that's happened in their own lives, their own business, where they said, like, don't refund because of this one time. Because a lot of times yeah. they're like, this one time I, we don't know what their relationship is with their client when OP asks the question. OP means original poster, by the way. Yeah. When OP asks a question and we're drawing from our own past experience, that's irrelevant to what OP mm-hmm. is is feeling or going through or what their client has said. One, one comment today was... You'll win in small claims court. <laughs> if you're going to sue <laughs> I hope your time is a little bit more valuable than... Yeah, the the solution was so far away from suing somebody um, that that's what I don't want our group to go f- towards first. Those, go for the throat. No, absolutely no. not. Go through everything else first. And then I almost be like, how much is my... T- if I spend... If you've ever been to traffic court, like my I husband's have. there all the time. Yeah. Getting people like mm-hmm. you. Nah. <laughs> It, it, I was sitting there. I sat there twice for five hours. Imagine yeah. the loss of income. Just from sitting there. From sitting there. Yeah. Small claims court is very similar. Sitting there, wasting your time for a $68 order, $200 order. Is there a Judge place Judge Judy's not friendly. Judy's not friendly. Um, but I always do write my emails back as if they were going to be read in court. Heather always says that. Not because I don't want the judge to be like, well, you sound harsh. But I want the judge to be like, well, he or she cited this this scope. Um what do you have to say? And the person will be like, well, I don't want to pay it. Okay. Anyway. Since we've talked a long time, I'm going to email you as if I'm the almond customer. And okay. I want you to tell me the next steps. Okay. I can choose whatever I want. You can choose whatever you okay. want. This is like a choose your own adventure. adventure. Yeah. I love those books. Uh-huh. I was like, let I had me my finger this. in all of these. I was like, let me see if I chose this. <laughs> oh, I died. I died here too. Oh, well, this one, I can keep going. <laughs> all right. Hey, Heather, the cookies that you baked looked fantastic. Everyone could not stop raving about the design. They were absolutely beautiful. Everything I had envisioned. We had a few cookies left over after the party. No one said anything, but I decided to eat one because why make a good cookie go to waste? It just had a little bit of a soap taste. And I just wanted to bring it to your attention. I did have my husband taste it too, just to make sure it wasn't going crazy. And he said he actually tasted it as well. Just wanted to bring this to your attention. Thank you so much. I hope that maybe you had the only two that tasted like soap and it didn't ruin your party. But please, please let me make you a set just for you and your husband to enjoy. What happens is sometimes when there's an overuse of almond extract, some people can pick up on a soap taste. Um, but rest assured, it wasn't baked in a soapy dish. I promise. If you wouldn't mind, just let me allow uh, to to make this custom set for you. I'll drop them off at your door. No, 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 no. I don't want you to do the the cookies were amazing. No one complained. I just wanted you to know about the taste. Then let me allow you. Let me thank you by just dropping off some of my favorite sets I've been working on. I think you're gonna love them. Just a little treat for you guys to have after work. So so free. So pretty guaranteed. <laughs> I can't guarantee it. One time someone did say, they were like, thank you so much for caring about my business as much as I do and bringing That's this to great. my attention. And I was like, wow, what a way to deflect Make, the yeah. negativity and turn it into a positive. Like, thank you for caring enough about me. Because I sent out 52 orders for people who didn't care. You're the only caring one. <laughs> right, right. I think it's a great way. Uh, it was so funny. When we were recording today, I had – started having to feed this poor man lines because he just couldn't get his mood up. But I had said, like, you know, say, like, hey, while this isn't for me, blah, blah, blah. And Corey's like, hey, that's actually a negative connotation. Can we remove it? And I was like, great, that's a great point. Is our correspondence with our clients should be 
if it's negative, figure out a way to say it positively. Anything can be rewarded. Anything can be reworded to be a positive spin on a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. So I so think I don't like your outfit. I love the way you look in this outfit over here. Those I'm saying the same thing. Don't what wear you were this one. Yesterday was bomb. Right. This if I say like, <laughs> yeah, you can say to people uh, things. So like, hey, I I thought it tasted like soap. Uh, thanks so much for caring about my business. Versus, yeah. no, I sent out 52 orders and you're the only one who complained. Woof, woof, woof. Oh, air sucked out of room. <laughs> She's telling me my taste buds are broken. <laughs> taste buds are broken. Twin style, me tell you. So, um. Sometimes in the past when I've been upset to a customer, I'll have typed everything up and then I'll send it to Heather and I'll be like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> because there's so much emotion into it. What and Heather Queen, will yeah, do. And will do both to each other. Yeah. If you need to, and it doesn't have any curse words or any customer bashing, <laughs> you can do that in the group. Say, this is my this is my draft to this customer. Is that okay? Or would you reword it in a certain way? Um, and there's always a better way to say something that maybe you can't see right in the moment because you're 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 blind heated, spots. you're emotional, blind spots. Because. You care too much. We don't care. <laughs> we have all the time in the world. <laughs> it's all my business. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great idea. Court, yeah. So I'll say uh, what I'll write. I even do it to myself. Like I'll write what I want, and I'll be like, "That's not good." Not it. Not good. Then I'll say, okay, I need to make sure I leave out the thing, the objections that they can overcome. So I, I edit those out. Yeah. And I try to actually shorten my sentences. I think when you're dealing with a customer relation issue, short and sweet. Um, short and sweet. We, me and Heather, you know, we like to to write puns and everything. During those moments, that's that's where puns need to be <laughs> left out. <laughs> so you want to validate you want to validate the concerns, whether or not you agree with that. I was talking to a, a therapist, and she was like, "Hey, just to validate someone doesn't mean you agree with what they're saying." And for some reason, those have always been the same in my head. Like I can't validate you because I'm saying you're right. Yeah, but I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I totally see where you'd get that." Yes. And that's saying like, hey, your reality, your feelings are accurate to you. Yes. Your feelings are that. Your feelings can't be wrong because they're yours. Yeah. It's your experiences. <laughs> your life experiences that have led you to these feelings. Now, can I can I understand your feelings, why you're feeling them, and how can we find a resolution? Yes. That benefits both parties. And, you know, sometimes that is a full refund to make. That benefits you in a different way. It benefits you in the long run. And while you're like, maybe I lost the battle, you've won the war, man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. really, truly have. And I I know some people are so against refunds. And you're training your customer. Listen, this is one time they'll get it over on you. Yeah, it, because you're probably not going to bake for them again with right. our handy-dandy sentence of... Cannot accommodate. Here's other bakers. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, and then I, here's here's the one. The, this one phrase. I I don't know where I heard it, but it really sets you free. It'll always shake out. If this one client is truly this bad apple who is trying to get free things from every small business in the area, mm-hmm. I bet you the rest of their life is really really stressful. Yeah. And it'll always shake out. You you can say, well, I need to teach them a lesson. Dude, if they're, they're, they're being taught lessons everywhere, yeah, they, they got they got a lesson book, <laughs> and you can say like it'll shake out, and it allows you to take the feeling of animosity and be like, hey, it's not you're not going to pay your bill on, with me. I'm going to obviously let you out of this, uh-huh. but they'll pay the bill. The bill always comes due, yeah, and it always shakes out. And it uh, there, there's a book called it's written in 1905, so I would not recommend it. It's written very. And the and thou. Okay. But it's called as a man thinketh. Meaning, as you think, if you're a person who wants to get one over on people, your life will be, will look like somebody who tries to get one over on people. Uh-huh. And that's just not our battle yeah. fight. And it'll shake out. It will. Yeah, they'll, they'll, be, al- they'll be alone. <laughs> yeah. And now if you're saying, as a man thinketh, I want to be sweet. I want to be personable. I want to be friendly. I want to be respectful. I want to validate people's feelings. It's going to shake out that you're going to be a business owner who respects people. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You'll make more money that way. You will. I think I think in this industry of baking, a lot of people definitely look at it as like it's art. Um, so when someone says I don't like it, you take it personally because that's that's your work of art. But think about like going to I don't understand art. I appreciate that people have talent and I have none. Uh-huh. But there's some art that I'm like that is really cool. Uh-huh. And there's some saying I think I could do that. And here's the thing. It doesn't mean that all art has to please everybody. There's so many people in the world. People buy Toyota Priuses and people buy Lincoln Navigators. And I think taking what Heather's just saying there and thinking like, hey, I just might not, my art just might not be the art for them. But it's the art for so many people. You have so many people who have purchased from you who love it. You know, if someone has some issue. What was that sound? Ruthie. (laughs) Just crazy after five. So... 
my goal here is before you come to the group where your emotions are running hot, take a whole hour because what it's going to help you do is craft a post in the group that's going to be beneficial to you. So, hey, here's what I got. Here's what the customer said. Don't worry, everyone. I've blocked the customer's contact information out so you can't see it because that's according to the group (laughs) rules. And here's my response I've crafted up. What do you think about it? Should I change anything? Versus running to the group when you're so heated and emotional. Should I refund? Because the answers you get with the should I refund are going to be no refund. And you're still going to have so much work ahead of you. And we have a confirmation bias there too. Yeah, because we're all bakers. I mean, I want to say no refund. Sometimes I'm I'm like, no refund. But I'm like, that... It's not helpful. So excited business mindset. <laughs> yeah. It's it's what I want to say. I want to come up behind you and be like, we don't refund. But no also- refund coalition. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new group. <laughs> They're all in chicken green warriors. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to challenge people to challenge their, their first line of thought. Uh, typically, when you're emotional, you revert back to your most childlike self. Me. Yeah. So then they say, okay, the only way, while you can't change your childlike self, you can understand that person and then you can work around their biases and their um, experiences to find something that's actually a healthier version of that childhood childhood initial response. You call me a baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got to move on a little bit. We've just 50 minutes. Well, you said this is our only topic well, we gotta, today. Okay, okay, course coverage. The Cookie College now has its own private podcast because people can't get yes. enough of this sultry voice. Right but now. But here's the thing. What? Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So people in the college said, hey, Heather, we just want more and more, but also we're baking. And while the classes are awesome and I can take a class and implement and have a new feature of my business, a website or this or copy or that – I'd also just like to listen to you why I am knee-deep in dough. I want extra podcast. So it's um, around 30 minutes every Wednesday. Uh, today? Well, yeah, but I had to put it out yesterday because now this is Wednesday. Oh, you're ahead of schedule. You know what? I ain't a place. My so, cilantro friend. If you sign up for the college, because we're just gift givers over here, you not only get 55-plus courses – Plus a private Facebook group. Plus your freebies, man. You've been dropping them like fire. Yeah, and I am just too crazy. Easter isn't ready for Corey's freebies. In the cookie college, I've already gotten those Easter egg little kits from the cookie counter. The little egg curtain things. Yeah. We already got two DIY kits up. I have the bunny bait photos. Explain what this is to people who've never heard about it. All right. In the cookie college, I want you to have more time and I want you to make more money. So I like to spend mine and use mine. (laughs) So you get freebie photos. And they're photos that I take. You know, I have my professional camera. I have way too many props. I own a prop fridge. Um, I have all the backdrops and I edit for you. So you get to use my photos, see what you can sell before you buy anything. So and then you tell them exactly what they need to buy. Tell, exactly. So Heather made this carrot cutter that's in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's going to upload the STL file so you can actually recreate the, the photo. Exactly. So you can start selling now. Make this little cutter whenever you want and just bake in. I've done all the selling part. I want to say that I really cheaply make cookie cutters because my policy is, did it cut though? Did it cut though? Yes. Didn't cut walls. Like, grip handle. No. Filet. Never heard of her. (laughs) That's her theme song. (laughs) Okay. uh, Yeah. So the podcast. But March 3 free is if you sign up for the yearly plan in March, you actually only pay for nine months. And here's a crazy thing. We've had almost over 30 Cookie College monthly members upgrade for this. So they must like us. Do you think the amount that I'm I'm just, it's blown away. It blows me away. (laughs) I'm going to blow them away. (laughs) It blows me away that they find value in it. I've always wanted to create something that people find valuable. And while I've been doing that all my life, it's really nice to do it in my 30s. Uh, yeah, so we had a lot of people upgrade. How many, and like, how many chapstick? You have put chapstick on every minute for the last it, uh, 20 minutes. Not that bad. You have two in with. front of you, and you have switched between the two. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> I need some stimulation in my life. Uh, voicemails we're going to skip because we took way too long this time. This time. Right? No. Just looking at me. <laughs> okay. In uh, the group stuff, we have a Facebook Live by Gina Marie Burke tomorrow. If you've ever heard a Gina Marie Live, you know it's packed full of great content. Great content. But tomorrow is turning a no into a yes. <gasps> and then she's also talking about um, 
She's talking about a topic that was in a very popular thread. Well, not remember. I can just feel my brain's like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, you don't got it. But she said, just tell people that I'm going to talk about that in the podcast. So whatever, or in the Facebook Live. Whatever that that topic is. It could be the secret of life. We just can't remember. (laughs) The perfect response to get customers to love you. And then, oh, yeah, any twin twists you got going on? Hold on. Uh, Hold. Oh, yeah. I got... I have a sugar addiction problem. Me do too. Yeah, I do too. Ah. You just ordered us. I said that at was lunch. a two-week test to see if I could cut out sugar. Oh, and the two okay. weeks has passed. All right. Yeah. Well, my my issue is I just want to have something sweet right before I go to bed. I'm not even really enjoying it. It's almost just like the rite of passage because okay. I pass the pantry on the way up the stairs. Okay. So I got I was like buying Archer um Dunkaroo. fruit snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I was buying a fruit snacks. Guys, I love fruit snacks. <laughs> They're me favorite. Candy. <laughs> They're just candy. But then I was like, Corey, don't get the fruit roll-ups you always get for yourself. Buy this thing. I can't even remember the name, but it was called 12 Strawberries, One Apple. Oh, wait. Is it where it just squishes a fruit into a strip? Unfortunately. Oh, is it good or bad? It tasted like 12 squished strawberries. Wait, are you saying this is your interest apple. or not to buy it? Not to buy it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those things are terrible. I was not interested in that. I very happy. It almost made <laughs> you eat it and you wanted to go to bed to put yourself on misery. <laughs> <laughs> not sweet. Not a fruit roll-up for adults. <laughs> Do not sleep this. Uh, I love me a good gusher. Anything I have that's interesting? What do you have? I was going through another minimalistic purge. Okay. Getting rid of you got to get something better than your minimalistic thing. It's my new... Uh, I, okay, What's I have good twin interest? This audiobook I'm reading called The Stress Proof Brain. Okay, man. You are. You unrecommended a fruit roll. <laughs> I don't see how mine is this snore. At least something to listen to. I got Corey a baking mitt. You already did that one. Uh, <laughs> what, have I not done anything? You can talk about your little happy stuff right there. Right My there. mom gave me an essential oil, and it says B-E-E Happy Synergy Blend. Ready to use. Roll on essential oil. Let me yeah. try it. <laughs> squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> She's a happy kid. Okay, uh, sponsors. I uh, um, goodness. Wow. Bakery bake. Yeah, bakery bake. Take it away. Is a br- is a company. <laughs> is a company that makes a meringue powder that's called Royal Batch. <laughs> There's children in the <laughs> It's made. The website is called www.bakeitybakeidaho. That's not it. Oh, it is. You weirdo, it is. Now I gotta look yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're Big. right. It is. Absolutely. It's meringue powder. Um, let me see if I can say what you always say. It has, it has egg whites. It, it has white, <laughs> white coloring. Yeah. It has everything that will make you happier in life. <laughs> it has vanilla. It corn syrup. Re- corn syrup already in there, so you get to save on the money. And guess what? If you want to take a marker to it, it's not going to poke through. You know people who poke through on their icing. This is poke through no mo. Twins at checkout. Twins at checkout. <laughs> Use code twins at checkout for 10% off. Okay, now you do cast iron the way I do it. Cast iron. <laughs> If you're guys listening. looking for a website in 2022, you need to get cast iron. You, March. it's free to use. Also, March. March is absolutely no fees. You keep everything. You sell something, it's in your pocket. Uh, yeah. Minus the fees from your Stripe or Square. Credit card process. <laughs> Credit card process. <laughs> <laughs> in March, it's all. You can sign up. March, money in your pocket. It's free for you to use. If you make a sale, you can either impart the fees onto your customers, split them 50-50, or take them on yourself. I don't like it. Okay, let me do you as Eddie. <laughs> Guys, I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm not even going to tell you the sponsor's name. You'll just have to understand that I'm just saying the name Eddie and not giving you any context <laughs> as to what it is or what it does. But I used Eddie, and it makes it sound like I'm using a poor man. But I used Eddie, and he printed on oh, these egg pops. And then Eddie posted it to their Instagram, and it got a lot of likes. I did not <laughs> sound like that. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. There's a group, Eddie. <laughs> there's a group of Mesa. <laughs> Rude. Eddie is a, a edible, edible printer. Straight to food printer. Direct to food. Yeah. Direct and it has FDA food. approved ink. And it, Corey, you, you did make a really cute set though. 
<laughs> I actually wanted to see, could I do cookie pop? So when you put a lollipop stick, this is what I learned. Wilton's lollipop sticks are safe in the oven up to 350. Tested it yesterday. Whoever wrote that is correct. What a risky cut. Yeah, no, I just kept an eye on it. I was like, are you browning? <laughs> Which then I said, okay, I'm going to put this in the Eddie and see if he can print. Eduardo took it like a true G. The thing is, I didn't want Eddie's colors to come onto the popsicle stick. Ah. So what I did was take, uh, I didn't take, I took a little piece of paper and turned it in ah. a circle and then slid it up on there. Sorry. So when it printed, then I just switched out everything. Uh, that's a good one. I, mean, I guess worst case, you could put a bow on there or something, like a ribbon. And I put a bow and you wouldn't have been able to see it anyway. Oh, cute. Yeah, Eddie's coming in clutch for your little Easter sets. I know. I've really been using them a lot, so. He's all like the my good ones. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rick. If you're listening to this, like you listen to our old phone conversation. If you ever listen to me at all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I think. Did you go mailbag? Sam's Cookie University sent us something from the mailbag. Mm. Can you go to the mailbag this week? Before Tuesday next week. Okay. Okay. If there is not brownies in there with me anymore. There's not brownies. Someone said there's brownies. She said, just assume that there's brownies and go check. I still brownies. Okay, we're going to let everybody go. Is that a good podcast? I don't know. Did you guys think it was a good podcast? I felt like we were rambling. But I feel like we covered a really important topic, which is client communication when it comes to uh, 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 But it was so, was it like a puzzle piece where they're now like, where does this little <sighs> sentence go? I don't know. Let us know. Do I need to redo this one? I can't do it now. I gotta go get my child. <laughs> you guys are stuck with us this time. Maybe next week you have a better shot at getting some quality content. Bye, everyone.